Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Mama Relax. And today we're going to talk about risks. Yep. I mean, what else do we need to say? Risks are pretty scary. Some people, you know, avoid them at all costs. And today we're going to talk about it. Like, why should you just actually embrace risk and see the positive sides of it? So stick with us and let's learn together. Hi, Milena. Hello, Natalie. How How's are you, Mama? You know, taking risks. That's life <laughs> for me nowadays. Which this episode couldn't have come in like a better time. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth because I could not agree more. Like right now, I feel like all my risk taking is like it's like overwhelming, but it's also I feel like it's worked in my favor, um, just like just this past week. And I'm sure I'll talk about it in future podcasts, but you know, it's not easy to take the jump. And then once you're in it, sometimes you're like, this is the best. And sometimes it's like, what have I done with my life? And those feelings are completely normal. So if you're hearing us out there and you're in the, about to take a risk or you're in the middle of it, uh, we're right there with you guys. <laughs> yep. We're on that wave. Yep, just living the dream one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time, figuring it out, you know, like some people say, building the plane as it's flying. So that's where we are. But I mean, there are many ways to change, you know, your life for the better. And taking risks in life, it's really the only way to get there. Um, the problem with this path to positive change is that most of us fear taking risks more than, you know, catch fierce water. So. You know, if a person fears fear itself, fears rejection, fear failure, fear changes, fears uncertainty, then risk is definitely all that in one beautiful little package. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that a lot of times we don't take risks because what we're trying to reach, we don't feel that we deserve it. Um, but taking the risk is so important because it actually puts you like on the line. It pushes you to get there. Like you have no option. Once you take the jump, it's like, well, I can't go back up the cliff. Like I'm already in midair. Like I have to make a decision and I have to make this work or, you know, be open to the possibility of how I'm going to get there. So taking risks is what we always talk about, you know, getting you outside of that comfort zone because, if you don't take action, if you don't make a decision on things or, you know, jump into the unknown, like you're never going to get different results of whatever it is that you're going through in the moment right now. Exactly. And, you know, fear isn't a bad thing. Neither is risk. Actually, risk is the very thing that can make us feel alive. And the fear we get while taking risks is in life is just you know, a feeling that tell us that we are going outside of our familiar comfort zone and growing, like you just said. So a person can either choose to sit on the sidelines and watch life pass by or get out of their comfort zone and thrive. And if something that you do, you know, bring butterflies in your stomach, you know, or, or a sense of fear or something, then you need to just 
do some thinking and it's like, okay, I'm fearful because this is actually danger or am I fearful just because this is something new? So, you know, while you're taking risks, there is a lot, a lot of, you should have a lot of self-talk, I feel. So you, you know what you're understanding. And again, knowing if you are fearful because it's actually like a life-turning situation, like, oh my God, I'm about to fall off a cliff. Or it's just like, okay, this is new and that's why I'm afraid, which those are completely different things. But your body responds in the same way, like it's a life or death situation. Yeah. And I think it's because most of us, like usually when you think of the unknown, we're so focused on the negative outcome of whatever the unknown is. But we miss, we don't choose to think about all the good things that can come with that. Sometimes you take a risk because you have a goal that you think you want to achieve. And on your journey to that, to that goal, um, a million things can happen. Like you can also like unlock so many doors that you haven't even considered. You haven't even thought about, but if you didn't open that door, take that risk, take that leap of faith, you would have never come across it. So you're kind of limiting yourself when you're not, you know, taking the risk and jumping into the unknown. Like I always say, it's not easy. It's not going to be comfortable because then that defeats the purpose, but it's so worth it because sometimes I'm like, I would have never done that. Like for example, you know, taking the risk of quitting my job, a career that I've been building for like the last 10 years, you know, but knowing that it just wasn't, I wasn't being true to myself and taking on something so out of the norm or so different than what I was doing before, you know, exposed me to other fears that I knew I had. And I didn't think that I needed to do through going through this path, you know, um, or like sometimes you are in these situations where you feel like, oh my God, I have to figure it out. So like you come across things that you never thought that you would, you would do, you know, like I never thought I could write a blog or that I could go up a, a roof. You know, I'm terrified of heights, like, or going on a crawl space. I've done all those things and I'm literally horrified of all these things. Um, so, but I feel like if I didn't put myself in those positions, I would have never shown to myself or proven to myself that, you know, I am capable of really doing really hard things. Um, so that's extremely rewarding. I feel that you touch subjects that is very important. And then I am like, I have a PhD in it, which is catastrophizing, you know, if something yeah. is bad. <laughs> yeah. I always think that it's like, it's, you know, it's a catastrophe. It's like, you know, the world is ending and I'm going to die and this, is, and this is it. So, you know, if there is, you know, rain, I feel that it's like a hurricane kind of situation. So I'm really good at catastrophizing and that's very, and that's really paralyzing. That's a feeling that, you know, it kind of it stops you from moving forward. And that's why, you know, through yoga, at least in my case, and through a lot of, you know, self-development books and podcasts and stuff that I've been, you know, studying for the past few years. I, and also, you know, I did therapy for two years and my therapist was amazing. And she actually pointed that out on me that I had no idea. I was like, you know, a catastrophizing master. Mm -hmm. And that actually, you know, once I identified that, I was able to fix because until you know you have a problem you 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 can fix it and I was like oh my god so this is not normal everybody does not think like that this is not like a thing and, and she was like no it is not like you catastrophize way too much so you know once that starts happening I start noticing patterns and then you know once you just go through the super pessimistic road it's really hard to take yourself back from square one and instead of turning left turn right and go to like the positive road but 
you know, and Brené Brown talks also about, you know, like you always wait for the other two to drop and that, you know, that just like worry just takes the joy of today and tomorrow. It doesn't, it doesn't stop things from happening. So like, yes, think about worst case scenario just so you can prepare just in case. But at the end of the day, you know, things are going to happen the way that they are going to happen, regardless if you're catastrophizing, regardless if you are driving yourself insane, regardless of anything. And the thing with risk is that we can take calculated risks that will benefit us regardless of the outcome. You know, again, Absolutely. what is the worst that, yeah, what is the worst that could happen? Like, let's say in your case, you, you quit your job and then you start working at something completely different. I mean, even if you hate the job or whatever it is the case, at least now you know a completely new thing that you didn't know before and now you have that knowledge. So the worst case scenario is actually like not that bad, you know? And that's the thing. We always think like worse, worse, worse. But it's like life teaches us that even in the worst case scenarios, there is room for growth and learning. And risks help us to build confidence and open up possibilities, like Natalie was saying. By taking risks, you know, you give yourself permission to try things out, to learn, to fail, to grow, and to explore. And you get to test your limits and go beyond what you believe was possible, like you getting up on a roof. Yep. And knowing that, you know, you're not going to fall every time you get up there. You know what I mean? Like, I I, and I love that you said that so much because it is so true. Like we want to, I feel like, especially like if we're talking career-wise or, or many things, I think it could apply to many things, but the most important thing, like from like taking risks is that you can't worry about what you, what's not happening to you at the moment. Like for example, career-wise, you can't worry about money along the way. Like, yes, of course, get prepared. Like if you're going to quit your job to take a risk or to try new things or whatever, of course, know your budgets, know your limits so that you can, you know, not be focused on the money all the time. Cause then that's not going to get you anywhere either, but don't worry about where the money's going to come from tomorrow and the next day while you're in your journey. Like for me, that was such a, a thing, right? Like I, quit my job. And it wasn't even a week after I quit my job. And I was fully prepared for this break. I was already trying to look for something else because, you know, I just didn't want to like not, not, not have money. And I just remember my boyfriend being like, take a break. You need it. Take the break. You have the money, take the break, really dive into what you're doing next. And don't worry about the money. Things will work out. And let me tell you, that is so true because money just worked in my favor money where I didn't expect it to come from just landed on my lap um, without me having to even work for it because I was focused on something else. So like when something's for you and any decision you make, it's going to work out in your favor. And by taking risks, when you do fail and you do realize that you didn't die, that you didn't go hungry, you're not homeless, you know, you get so much more courage and you can do things with much of a clear head, knowing that not everything's a catastrophe. You know what I mean? Nothing's going to happen. Yes, like Exactly. For sure. And that's why I feel that catastrophizing. And I, I'm telling you guys like firsthand, cause I'm like, I'm serious. Like I, I'm a, I am a PhD in catastrophizing. <laughs> All that I do is, you know, you stop seeing the good around you and that's why like also practice being grateful it's so important because i feel that being grateful is the opposite of catastrophizing because you know when something when you think about that 
you know, everything is always horrible. And then when you think about being grateful, then, you know, you can see gratefulness in little things like it's a beautiful day where I am right now. And I can see blue skies, you know, beautiful trees in front of me right now as I'm talking to you guys. So, you know, let's, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And when you are in this mindset of catastrophizing or being pessimistic, then you do not appreciate anything at all, especially the little things. So maybe do an exercise of, you know, and I said this before here, you know, for every terrible thing you think, think three positive things, because then your brain is going to start shifting slowly and slowly, but surely into the more optimistic road. Because like Natalie said, once you, you know, once you take the risk and you see that you didn't die and things are not horrible and you actually can look back and be like, oh my God, hold on. All these amazing things just happen on my, on my path. But if you have the pessimistic frame of mind, you're not even able to recognize that. But once you do recognize the good things that happen along the way, you're going to feel more confident to keep on taking risks and to keep on growing as a human being and on your career, with your family, with your friends and so forth. Oh, absolutely. And like the other thing that, you know, it's going to happen. And I just want to set the tone for that because don't be afraid of setbacks. Like if you, again, like, Things are not going to go according to plan to the, to the letter. You know what I mean? Like you can have this whole plan out and have your timelines and that's great and amazing, but being open to knowing that things are not always going to go that way. And sometimes you think you want something and it leads you somewhere else. It's so important so that you don't give up because there's going to be setbacks like along the way, you know, you might quit your job and try new things and give yourself some months. And then it gets hard. You can't find something else or you're not making money and you are, you're going back to what you were doing before. So to win some time, that doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that you, sometimes you have to take a step back so that you can have peace of mind, go back to what you know, because that's something that you already know. That's something that you're already trained in. You go back to that. And you keep working towards your goal, but it's so important to not let those setbacks, you know, ruin your, like your desire to get to the next level. Cause there's nothing wrong with that. The, the fact that you have experience in something or, you know, even in anything that you do, it's still a blessing. It's still a good thing. It's not that it's a bad thing, you know? So I think that's super important when taking that, those risks. And if you have that mindset from the beginning, it just makes the the road a little bit easier to travel. Yeah. And it's a, it's an illusion to think that, you know, Steve Jobs built the Apple empire in the first try. Like that's absolutely impossible. Like that did not happen. You know, everybody that is very successful, like they fail miserably many, 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 many times before they got to where they are right now. You know, but people don't post on Instagram. They don't post on Facebook, like, you know, all those miserable days. They just, when they show up gorgeous and smiley and rich, but you don't know what happened right there before. So it is an illusion to think that failure doesn't happen. It does happen. And thank God it happens because that's how you learn. You know, if there was just beautiful sunny days, you wouldn't, you wouldn't appreciate a rainy day. Or if it was no, you know, always a storm, you wouldn't appreciate a beautiful sunny day. So that happens, you know, and I feel that because people don't talk about the bad days and they don't talk about these storms, or if they do, they're not really honest about it. Then, you know, majority of people 
myself included, thinks that, you know, oh my God, I'm doing something wrong here because things don't happen that fast. Things don't happen that beautifully. Things don't happen that, you know, in the perfect way that like I wish, but they never do. And again, Steve Jobs did not build his empire in, in a, you know, neither did anybody that is successful and rich and, you know, uh, awaken, let's say. And by taking away. It's so funny. I'm sorry to cut you off, but before I lose my train of thought, I like something that I've realized in the last like few months, it's like, it's not failing, but like having setbacks or, you know, things not going according to plan have provided me with so much confidence. You would think the other way, right? You would think like your confidence would be depleted, but at the, at the same time, for some reason, I feel this like powerful about there's something powerful about having ownership of my life and being able to take those risks. And now knowing that like everything just kind of works out in its own way has given me so much like confidence in myself. And I feel so much more secure. And I feel like I have truly have control over what I want to do that. I don't care if I, you know, I don't get intimidated as easily as maybe I would have four or five months ago. Um, and this is just four or five months ago. It's nothing. That's less than a year ago. That's the time frame. But I feel like I've accomplished so much. I've gotten exposed to so many things that I feel stronger than I was four or five months ago. And that is, that in its own is the most rewarding thing about taking risks, in my opinion. But sorry. Exactly. No, you're super fine. And that's what I was going to talk about. You know, that by taking risks, you get better at knowing what you want because you learn so much more about yourself in the process, especially while you're planning to take risks. Like I was talking before, you know, you're going to have to have a lot of self-talk. Like, am I afraid because this is actually dangerous or am I afraid because this is new? You know, and throughout these conversations with yourself, you most likely feel more empowered and in control as the leader of your life and the master of your own destiny. So risk-taking builds self-trust like you were saying right now. Mm -hmm. Because when you take risk, you generally do uh, so with awareness. After, you know, balancing your logic and your intuition, after budgeting yourself, if you're thinking about, you know, moving to a different career, you know, you have to decide what is best for you. And then by taking the action, aligned to your own inner compass, you build a level of trust in yourself and therefore, and therefore like you get self-confidence, you know, you know, you can do it. And especially after setbacks, you know, based on my personal experiences, I feel that after setbacks, once I get off and shake off the dust, it's like, okay, I can do this again. You know, I am changing careers as we speak right now. And if this has happened to me, like, you know, when this happened to me, like, let's say 10 years ago, I was like, really scared. I was, you know, having mental breakdowns every day, but I am so not right now because I did it. I had a lot of setbacks and I survived. It made me stronger. So right now I'm like, I'm comfortable because it happened before and I know I can survive and, you know, I know what I have to do. So that's, like that's exactly, that's exactly yeah. what it is. You know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Think about it that way of setback is literally just you starting over quote unquote, but this time around you have a roadmap this time around, you know, yes. what to avoid so that you don't do to make the wrong decisions, but you know, and that might happen a second time and you'll know to do it better the third time or the fourth time. If it's something that you really, truly love, or maybe it'll show you, oh, you know what? This is, if this isn't the path for me, but now I'm hundred percent sure this is not what I want. And maybe 
looking to the right, it's like, oh, okay, this, this, it's leading me somewhere else. I learned so much from this experience. There's always something to learn. So you hit it right on the head with that. Yeah. Trusting yourself and knowing when to take actions on something you really, really want only serves to further elevate your self-confidence, like you were saying before. And the example of the roadmap, it's like so on point. Yeah. That's exactly it. And like, whenever you're in a difficult situation, like where you're like, I feel like sit down with yourself and really ask yourself, what do I have to lose? And I always go back to the example of like my, my biggest, biggest risk that I can, I always go back to is like leaving my life in Florida and moving to New York city, like moving to New York city. That was the biggest risk, right? I sold everything I had, everything, my furniture, my car. I came here with maybe $3,000 in my bank account, no job. Okay. Nothing. (laughs) Um, but I remember asking myself in that moment, Nat, what do you have to lose? I was in a shitty job. I hated, I was making $25,000 a year. So I was barely making rent. I was living by myself. I remember I would be splitting food with my coworkers because I was that poor. So like, yeah. And you know, my boss would tell me like, well, you're not going to find something over there. Literally when I quit, that's what they told me. You are not going to find anything. Uh, How supportive. Yeah. Super supportive. Um, But I just remember sitting with that and just being like, what do I have to lose right now? I'm literally making ends meet. Like I can barely survive. What, what's the worst thing that could happen? I go to New York. I fail there. I come back home. I have a family. I have friends. I have a support group. You know what I mean? Like nothing is really that bad. And guess what? I came to New York and a week later I was working in the middle of Times Square, like a dream at Morgan Stanley. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, there's, there's that possibility. I could have just come back and, you know, fail run out of money and go back and live with my mom. Maybe that could have been an option, but look at what the outcome is. It's going to be seven years that I've been up here in April. And I have to tell you, if I didn't take that one risk, make that one decision, that one time, my life would look so different. And I'd probably be stuck still trying to make ends meet every day. Exactly. And by taking risks, you get better at knowing what you want. That's so, that's, I feel that is a great outcome too. Yeah. And then I got to New York and I was working in Times Square and guess what? In a year I was like, I hate it here. I hate Times Square. I want to work in this place. Like I need to move. So I moved on to something else. And that was an experience that I had to live, you know, and go through. And I loved every second of it, but until I didn't love it anymore, you know what I mean? So like, it's just constantly taking risks and making those moves and just trusting yourself um, so that you can build up your confidence. Cause if you stay in your comfort zone, forget about it. You're never going to build up confidence to like take those risks and get to those goals that you really want to like reach, you know? Yeah. And through the process, like you're saying, you know, the process make you more aware of what is important to you and what you want and what you don't want as a part of the planning and the decision making process. So, you know, a lot of times we get caught up pleasing people, pleasing, you know, this idea that we have in our minds, whatever that idea might be. And then we really don't have that self-analysis. Okay. Is this really something that I want? Or this is really something that was, 
you know, I was programmed to want or it's something that somebody else wants it for me. But through the process of, you know, taking risks and planning out, like you can actually find out, okay, I really like this. No, I actually hate this. And, you know, just the level of clarity you get from planning to take a risk helps you to feel more empowered and in control as the leader of your life, you know, and the master of your destiny, like I said before. Risk-taking really just builds self-trust, like, all around you. And then you're going to become a bigger and better person because, again, if you have a setback, now you know what happens when that happens and then you can do it and you can survive. You know, like you were saying, you went to New York and you thought it was going to be one thing, and it was for a while, but then it wasn't, and then you moved to something else because why not? And trusting yourself and knowing when to take action on something you really want you know, even if it means to walk away from it, you know, again, that's how growth. I love that so much because it's, it's so true. And like, as hard as it is, I think that risk taking is the, the best thing that I've, that's ever happened to me. The best decision I've always made, the best decisions or the best outcomes have always come from me making those crazy <laughs> leaps of faith um, in no one else but myself, you know, because you can't look around. There's nobody going to, nobody's going to catch you really. You know, you have to really trust yourself. Um, again, like, of course you have your family, you have your friends. And if you don't, you know, again, first and foremost, you have yourself, you have to trust yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You can't wait for somebody else to tell you that they believe in you. Um, you just have to want it and you have to trust yourself. You have to trust the process and you cannot worry. I mean, I know that's so much easier said than done, guys. I, I get it. <laughs> but I promise as soon as you stop worrying, it's like a little light bulb comes up, comes on and things start coming out of nowhere. Things just fall on your lap. And this is something that I live by. And I even as a worrier, even as a, you know, somebody that's has been there where I like imagine the worst case scenarios, I'm. I have a lot of times in my life where I've taken that true leap of faith and trusted the process and put worry aside. And as soon as I do that, things just fall into place so much quicker. So that's my gift to you. (laughs) If you take anything away from this, it's that, you know, trust the process, trust yourself and don't worry. Things will always, always work out. Yeah. And risks makes, like you're saying, risk makes life more exciting and more colorful. You know, not taking risk could mean fail by default or having regrets. Like, oh my God, and if, and if, and if, and if, you know, like that's the worst to me is to live with like this. What if I did that? What if I, but it's better regret something that you did than something that you did not do because at least, you know, you know. Absolutely. And the other thing that very, I want to make clear is also don't hear what other people are telling you. They're not on your path. They probably don't take risks themselves. Don't get influenced by what other people, because people will, whether it's on coming from a good place or a bad place, they're not living your journey. They're not living your, you know, you only know what you want for yourself. So if somebody's telling you, like, I just mentioned my boss telling me like, you know, you're not, it's so hard to get a job there. Like whatever, you're not going to have a job. Like you need, you need your experience, all this stuff that she told me. Um, imagine if I would have like listened to her and stayed in that rut. You know what I mean? Just because I'm too afraid that I might not make it. You know, um, I think 
that is truly important. Yeah, that's something that I tell myself and I tell friends all the time. It's like you are the only person that will deal with the consequences of your choices. So when you're making a choice, taking yourself into account, into consideration, because nobody else is going to deal with the consequences of your choices as hard as you will. So when you ask opinions and advices from anybody else, at the end of the day, it does not matter because the only person walking on your shoes is going to be yourself. So if you took, you know, that person's reality as your truth, as your reality, then you wouldn't be where you are right now, you know, in New York, like living your dream. Yeah, no, exactly. That to me has been like the biggest eye opener, not like truly don't listen to people unless they've walked that same path that you have walked. And unfortunately, sorry to break it to you. It's not possible. Everybody has different experiences, even if you are. But for example, if you do want to get advice from people, make sure that you're getting advice from somebody that's already made it to the top and that they can be real with you to tell you all of the hurdles that you're going to go through. That's a better approach than just listening to somebody that, you know, I would even say like your parents, you can't listen to your parents. The first question I would ask is like, have you taken any risk? Have you done this? Have you gone down this path? They're probably going to be like, no, I don't want you to fail. Well, okay, well, I have to fail. It's, it's, that's part of life. You fail, you get up and you keep going and you fall down and you get up and you keep going. Otherwise, I'm just going to be stuck into this little safe bubble and die miserable. Yep. And take action to start from today. You know, you don't need to jump head first into a, you know, a ton of risks, but you can right. practice the art of taking one small risk each day if that's something that is really scary to you. So it can be as simple as, you know, saying hello to someone new today, learning a new skill or applying for a new job. You know, if you have phobia of, you know, meeting new people or being in a crowded place, maybe, you know, take those baby steps and go to a coffee shop and start talking to the person on the table next to you or, you know, while you're waiting in line, make conversation, you know, some little, that, that's a risk, but it doesn't need to be huge. It's a little risk, but at that moment for you, maybe that is the huge risk and that's okay. You know, like practice to take that big leap of faith with those little tiny moments and the opportunities that you have along the day you know, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because this is where real growth happens. Like we have been talking through this whole podcast. Ultimately, you know, this risk-taking habit alone will transform your life. And again, you don't need to like straight up jump from the airplane with your parachute. You can like take tiny little steps here and there in order to get to that point one day. Absolutely. And like, it's taking those little like, risks here and there that will build up your courage. Like I said before, like, you know, taking risk really truly builds up your courage um, and your self-confidence. So those little risks that you take on a day-to-day basis will lead you to the direction of taking those bigger risks. And once you get to that, you know, let's say that you do want to take a big leap with whether it's, you know, moving cross country or moving to another, you know, I don't know, another continent or switching careers. Those are very big risks and they, they bring a lot of fear. They bring everything that you've ever feared comes straight up to the top, <laughs> like right in your face, like, okay, this is the door and we have to go through it. And it's the fear and everything's going to be there. But I think that at that point you make a decision, I'm taking this risk. What do I need to do 
to get to the other side, you know, prepare your little safety net because you do need it, you know, um, even if it's small, even if it takes you two months, three months, it doesn't matter, but building towards it and then having an accountability partner that calls you out on it. You know what I mean? Because once you say things out loud, this is what I want to do. And you start working towards it. Once you get to that finish, like, okay, I'm prepared. I said I was going to save X amount of money and I've reached this amount of money, right? Now the hardest part gets to like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm quitting or I am taking that flight. I'm booking that flight or, you know, I'm securing my new apartment in London. I don't know, wherever it is that you want to go. Then having that accountability of somebody else that holds you accountable for it. Like you said, you were going to do this and trust me, you'll put pressure on yourself and it, you make it happen. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but like you just, it just happens because you make yourself make it happen so that you don't, I don't want to say look bad, but kind of, I guess like when you put it out to your universe out loud and you tell it to like a real person, a human being, like, it's like, I said, I was going to do this. So I, I have to go through with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's not a dream anymore that you were dreaming, you know, on your spare time. Now it became a plan. It became a goal. You know, you're writing the roadmap, like you were saying before. So it became, it becomes like a real thing, not just like a dreamy thing. So yeah, for sure. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think that's the best way to start with little things that you're afraid of. Um, I think that that will work up your self-confidence. And you'll become so courageous and then you'll be able to see, you'll start questioning your life too a lot, which is beautiful. You'll start questioning like, am I really happy here? Am I really happy the way that I'm living my life right now? What needs to change? And once you start asking those questions and you start planting those seeds, taking risks becomes easier and easier. And it's like, it's thrilling, you know, because you're like, oh, wow, I can do anything. I could truly do anything if I put my mind to it. It might take me long. It might take, it might be a hurdle. I might cry a lot, (laughs) but you know what? At the end of the day, like, I feel like I'm so proud of myself. Like I would have never done X, Y, Z if I didn't take these risks. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't take these risks. So I think it's very rewarding. And I, I literally invite everybody to, to have a little taste of it because it's, it's truly, truly rewarding. Yeah. And again, doesn't have to be like this big, huge thing all at once. Do like little things at a time, little things at a time, you know, talk, do like write down a plan and be like, okay, in order to achieve this big risk, like what are the little things that I can do every day in order to practice? You know, like, it's like you're taking a five, a 5k run. You're not just going to go from your couch, eating potato chips to put on your shoes and, and finish at first. Like, no, you have to started with taking little walks, you know, with stretching, then taking a, a speed walk and, you know, go faster and faster. And then one day, maybe you finished a mile. One day you finished a mile and a quarter, you know, until you actually build yourself to those 5K. Like it, it's not going to happen from one day to another. So again, to me, it really helped to put it on a piece of paper. So I like to write it down with a pen, like old style. You know, okay, so this is what I actually want to do. This is the risk I'm going to take. What are the things I need to do to get there? Um, and sometimes you, you know, you you are brainstorm on your own and you start finding things that actually would make the process really fun. It doesn't have to be this horrible thing. Like, it really can be super fun. It's just your your frame of mind that is going to make it awesome or not. Like we talked before about the catastrophizing, you know, 
start by being grateful for the little things, you know, start doing like this can be one of the exercises until you get to your big risk taking moment, you know, start saying three things that you were grateful for, for every negative thought you have. Yeah. Just and it could be little things like Milena was saying, you know, just having a beautiful day out, like having the sun out, like appreciate that, you know, tomorrow might rain or it might rain for the next week. And you might not be able to go to the beach. If you're at the beach, enjoy that. Enjoy every single moment. And instead of focusing on like the past and the future, which are literally fake moments and ideas that you're putting into your head, because the past is the past and that you can't do anything about that. So why even put your energy there? And the future hasn't even happened. And your future is literally in your hand. You can switch it up to whatever it is that you want. Why are you creating these like worst case scenarios? Focus on the now, on what you have in front of you right now. Enjoy that now because you don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. You're not going to, you don't know where you're going to be in an hour. You don't know if the people you love are going to be there tomorrow. So enjoy that and take one step at a time, one day at a time and be grateful because it really does change everything in ever in your life yep i found this really beautiful quote for the episode today it is if you want to live a life you have never lived you have to do things you have never done and that's yeah it's beautiful and that's by jen sincero we're gonna post it on our um page so you guys can have it again if you want to live a life you have never lived, you have to do things you have never done. And that's like risk on a nutshell. That's it. Yeah. And like the quote I have, and this is something that I've lived by for years on years is the biggest risk a person can take is to do nothing. And that is, I promise is so true. Like if you do nothing, you're risking living a miserable life or you're risking not having the best life you can live which is yep. so sad. It's so sad and so true for so many people. So yep. don't let that be you. <laughs> don't, don't be that. Don't be that person. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We, I had a great time talking about this, especially because I'm living it as we speak. Same girl preach. I think that, you know, I always say this in the, in the episodes, but you know, as much as I love doing the podcast and everything, like, I feel like this is so therapeutic for me, just I, in my journey, you know, just taking day by day, it's kind of also a reminder of like, stay strong and keep moving because I'll get to my end goal. So like just having the platform is, is incredible. So, um, again, we would love to connect with you guys on, we are on Instagram. Our handle is mama dot relax with two X's at the end. Um, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.